Welcome to Forgotten Events. I'm your host, Katie. This episode tells the story of one of Pennsylvania's most gorgeous abandoned mansions. This is the story of the Linwood Hall Mansion. Built in the late 19th century, Linwood Hall is a 110-room mansion in Elkins Park, Pennsylvania, sitting on 33 acres. Vacant today, it was built for industrialist Peter A.B. Widener and built between 1897 and 1900. Considered the largest surviving Gilded Age mansion in the Philadelphia area, it housed one of the most important Gilded Age private art collections of European masterpieces and decorative arts, which, by the way, had been assembled by Widener himself and his younger son, Joseph. The son of a Philadelphia butcher, Widener was born on November 13, in 1834, to Johannes Widener and Sarah Fulmer. He was named after Peter Errol Brown, a noted lawyer in 19th century Philadelphia. And during the Civil War, Widener won a contract to supply mutton to all Union Army troops within 10 miles of Philadelphia. The city was a major transportation hub for troop deployment and the location of many of the largest Union military hospitals. Widener invested his $50,000 profit in horse-drawn city streetcar lines. He grew to prominence in Philadelphia politics and had become the city treasurer by 1871. In 1883, he was a founding partner in the Philadelphia Traction Company, which electrified the city's trolley lines and expanded into other major cities in the United States. Not a bad investment for him. He and his business partner, William Elkins, invested with businessmen such as Charles Tyson Yerkes, uh, the streetcar czar of Chicago. Widener used the great wealth accumulated from public transportation to become a founding organizer of U.S. Steel and the American Tobacco Company, as well as to acquire substantial holdings in Standard Oil and International Mercantile Marine Company. He is considered to have been among the 100 wealthiest Americans, having left an enormous fortune. Peter Widener died at Linwood Hall at the age of 80 on November 6th in 1915. He was predeceased by his elder son, George Dunton Widener, and grandson, Harry Elkins Widener, both of whom died when the Titanic, and yes, I said the Titanic, sank in 1912. His wife, Eleanor, survived on a lifeboat. The family had actually invested in the RMS Titanic, so they had some skin in the game. The younger son, Joseph, managed the property until his death in 1940, when he left the house unclaimed, abandoned, and stripped of its valuable decor. The Linwood structure changed hands a few times over the subsequent decades, with large portions of the estate grounds sold off in the 1940s and it's been predominantly vacant since 1952, which is when it was purchased by a theological seminary that started selling off the interior detailing to raise money. I I would love to know who purchased some of these items and where are they displayed today. 
Linwood Hall measures 320 feet long by 215 feet deep. In addition to 55 bedrooms, the 110-room mansion had a large art gallery, a ballroom large enough for a thousand people, swimming pool, wine cellars, a farm, carpentry and upholstery studios, and it even had an electrical power plant for the grounds. And the halls, they were filled with art by Raphael, Rembrandt, El Greco, Donatello, just to name a few. From 1915 to 1940, the art collection at Linwood Hall was open to the public between the months of June and October. In 1940, Joseph Widener donated more than 2,000 sculptures, paintings, decorative arts, and porcelains to the National Gallery of Art. Interestingly, Peter Widener, his father, had originally planned for the collection to go to the Philadelphia Museum of Art. I, I would hate to be the one that got that wrong. At one point, the grounds were used for training military dogs during World War II, then parcels of the land outside the property fence went up for sale after about 1943. Linwood Hall was purchased in 1952 by Faith Theological Seminary. The purchase price was listed at $192,000, and that's roughly equivalent to, what, $2 million today. The seminary trained hundreds of ministers and Christian leaders at Linwood Hall for over 40 years. Near the end of that time, some of the interior detailing, such as mantles and walnut panelings, uh, were sold off in order to raise funds. This is evidenced by the 2006 auction of a French bronze figural fountain. I mean, one of only two major surviving Henry Leon Graber commissions in America, originally installed at Linwood Hall. Linwood Hall was added to the Preservation Alliance for Greater Philadelphia's 2003 list for most endangered historic properties and, by the way, is eligible for the National Register of Historic Places. Now, the seminary and its property were eventually foreclosed upon by the second mortgagee. So that's gone. But there have been negotiations ongoing of new ownership and possible renovations to the estate. Some parties had hoped to have a plan finalized by the end of 2011. The proposed renovation could take the estate back to a private residence and offer guest rooms to social elite and that of a high society bed and breakfast. But there are ongoing searches for previous pieces of the estate that belong to Linwood Hall. And that's what I would love to know. Where did all those pieces go? In May of 2019, the property was on the market for $11 million dollars. Despite multiple offers above the asking price, the home remains unsold. A historical restoration architect estimated in 2014 that it would take about $50 million to restore the mansion to its former glory. However, a realtor, Frank Johnson, suggests the property could be renovated for $3 million to $8 million tops. It's crazy to think that this property is roughly 125 years old today, and still standing, waiting for someone to embrace it. 
Looking at pictures, the exterior looks like a version of the White House, just simply gorgeous. Thank you for listening to Forgotten Events. Stay tuned for more episodes.